Hello, 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 and welcome to this, the bonus part of today's FYI, where we're going to learn so many things about Lego. And I didn't tell you guys this, which is kind of crazy, because right now we're playing with time and space. And I'm going to teach you a strange tense in English. A tense es un tiempo verbal. So don't get tense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, not funny. The future perfect continuous. So right now, if you ask me if I've ever been to Legoland, the answer is no. But I can tell you by the time you listen to this, I will have been to Legoland. Barred some weird circumstances, and barred some weird circumstances is, bueno, si no hay ninguna circunstancia rara, because I'm supposed to go in the summer, but I'm recording this right before the summer. So, as I said, we're playing with time and space. I will have been there by the time you heard this. As I said, this is a tense we don't use very often. The future perfect continuous. It's also called the future perfect progressive. And we can take a look at it in one of our monthly classes. No problem. All right, let's start out with something that absolutely blew my mind. In September of the year 2014, Lego surpassed Hasbro to become the world's second biggest toy maker. Now, do you know who number one is? At the time of this recording, it's Mattel. That's right. Number two, Lego, and number three, Hasbro. But, I mean, Lego's not just a toy maker. They're a global brand. They have movies. And when I say movies, I was going to give you a list of the Lego movies, and then I realized there are literally, like, 20, 30 of them? Let me just give you a couple of them really quickly. The Lego Movie, 2014. The Lego Batman Movie, 2017. That went really well, so they released the Lego Ninjago Movie, 2017 as well. The Lego Movie 2, the second part, 2019. And then they have a lot of canceled films. Oh, I didn't notice that. No, not a lot, just two canceled films. They have short films, I would say. I see about 10 or 12, let's say a dozen of those. And uh, they don't show any signs of slowing down. I remember seeing the Lego Batman movie and it is really, really funny. It's voiced by Will Arnett. He's a, a really famous comedian in the United States, and he does the voice of Batman. If you haven't seen it, I mean, this isn't my cup of tea, really. I like Lego, but I don't like these kind of movies. But I thought it was just awesome because he plays like this smart Alec. You can say smart Alec or smart ass Batman. And it's the Lego Batman movie, as I said. Ninjago movie, I saw that one. It was okay. There were some funny lines. I remember I, I saw that one at uh, the Warner theme park here in Madrid. They had like a screening in the morning for kids, and then after they opened up the park for us. So that was a lot of fun, although I remember thinking to myself, okay, is the movie over yet? I'm ready to go on the rides. And I guess that's a good segue to talk about the theme parks. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of theme parks, their goal is bigger, faster, right? More adrenaline. 
but not Lego. Their goal is to entertain the whole family. Now, they say that their parks are generally for 11-year-olds and under, and obviously they're made for the whole family. And the one I'm going to is in New York. They just opened it recently. And I'm gonna have you guess, how many Lego parks do you think there are? Again, at the recording, the time of the recording of this episode, how many Lego parks do you think there are worldwide? All right, well, I'll tell you at the end here. But the first one, the one that started it all, is Legoland Billund Resort in Denmark. Naturally, that would have to be in Denmark. It is the oldest theme park of the brick company, and it was built near the original Lego factory. So that one really, really has deep roots in the company. You know, the one in China, okay, it's still Legoland, and it's beautiful, and they really did a nice job with the theming, but there's something about that Denmark one. There's something about being the first. And it attracts 1.5 million visitors every year. 1.5, or you can say one and a half million visitors. And that, that park opened in 1968. And this is something I didn't know either. Legoland is a chain of family theme parks. Okay, I knew that part. But the theme park focuses on Lego, but it's not fully owned by the Lego group. So they have some contracts, some negotiations. I imagine they have some stock or some shares, algunas acciones. But the main partner in this venture, the theme park branch, no, vamos a decir el sucursal, el ramo que es los parques temáticos, well, that is a British entertainment company called Merlin Entertainments. And as I said, they're not really big on thrill rides. You know, you're not going to find a free fall, una caída libre, or, you know, the latest roller coaster with 75 loops that does 4Gs, 4Gs. No, that's not Legoland's claim to fame. It's a park for the whole family where everybody can grow and have fun. What? Grow? But what do you mean grow? Well, if growing and learning are the same thing, remember, at the parks, aside from the rides and all the Lego cities, they also show you how water flows. They have these channels and the kids can build dams. Pueden hacer diques o presas. And they can learn to build things and solve problems. So it's not just a park where you go and have fun and take pictures with Mickey Mouse, but there's an educational aspect. And I think that's something that parents will keep coming back for. Hey, wait, my kid's going to have fun? My kid's going to learn? Oh, I guess my kid's listening to FYI then. <laughs> okay, now it's time. How many Legoland parks do you think there are at the time of the recording of this episode? If you said 10, you nailed it. 10. 10. Does Disney have 10 parks? Okay, maybe, but that's Disney. That's serious business. And their parks are all over the planet. As I said, the first one was in Denmark. Then you've got California. You've got Florida, New York, which just opened recently. Malaysia out in the east. You've got Dubai, Windsor, Japan, Korea, and Germany. And there are more being planned 
as we speak. So it seems like it's working. Whatever Lego has been doing is working. They have the winning formula and they haven't changed it, at least as far as the bricks are concerned. Now I'd like to take a look at some fun facts. And I guess all the facts about Lego are fun because we're talking about toys in the end. But did you know that the world's largest tire manufacturer is Lego, and I said the word tire using air quotes. No, cuando haces las citas en el aire, we say air quotes. Yeah, they are the world's largest tire manufacturer. Okay, they're not real tires, but those tires that go on the Lego cars, they make 400 million of them a year. And that's an even better year than Goodyear. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Don't fire me or stone me. <laughs> Get it, Goodyear? Firestone? No me eches? No me tires piedras? <laughs> okay, really bad jokes. But you know me, I love playing with words and Legos. And James May is no exception. Who? James May? Who's that? Well, he's a guy from Great Britain, and in 2009, he created the first full-sized Lego house. And how many bricks did he use? 3.3 million bricks. Acordaos, point es coma para vosotros. It includes a working toilet. Imagine that, doing your business on Legos. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe that's taking it too far. I'm not saying I wouldn't want to see the house, but I don't know if I would take it this far. But then again, we're talking about him. He's kind of a local celebrity in the Lego world. It also has a working shower and a bed, which are all made out of Lego bricks. Now, again, I don't know about that bed. I think I prefer a nice, comfortable mattress. And a mattress es un colchón. But if you're worried about it holding up your weight, sujetando tu peso, don't worry at all. No way. These things are tough as nails. Cuando algo está duro, decimos tan duro como los clavos. Tough as nails. Lo decimos para personas también. Well, it takes, and I'm going to put it into layman's terms, términos cualquiera. But for those of you who know a little bit about science, it can take up to 4,240 newtons of force the equivalent of 432 kilos to smash one of these, para aplastar uno de estos. So 432 kilos, for those of you who are English or American, that's 953 pounds. And then you wonder, y luego te preguntas, why it hurts so much when you step on a Lego brick. And guys, I've done it. In fact, this is a, a perfect moment to look at the word, let's tidy up, let's clean up. Algo que digo con mi hija. Ah, y otro es to put away. Hay que guardar las cosas. To put them away. These are all words Lara is familiar with. And Lara's my daughter, by the way. Lara, we need to pick them up and put them away. And that's how you learn. I remember learning pick it up from my mom. My toys were always scattered all over the place. Scattered, tirado por todas partes. And my mom would say, Alberto, pick them up. 
pick them up, pick them up, pick them up. And finally, I was like, okay, fine. Or clean up, también es limpia, organiza, clean up. So uh, I learned these phrasal verbs because my mom said them to me a million times. And then when I became a teenager, the word pick it up, she was no longer referring to my toys. She was talking about the phone. So everything in context. The example I use always is how I learned how to say rellena el depósito. I remember it clear as day. We would go to the gas station and my mom would roll her window down and the guy would say, how can I help you? Or good morning. How are you? How can I help you? And my mom would say, fill it up, fill it up. A veces decía, with unleaded, sin plomo. So fill it up, fill it up, fill it up, fill it up. Hasta que ya digo, bueno, tiene que significar, llénalo. So again, when we see things in context, it helps. This is why watching movies is good, because even if you don't catch the idiomatic expression, maybe from the context you can figure out what's going on. Oh, and putting that into context, that 432 kilos of pressure, that basically means that you would have to build a Lego tower that is 2.17 miles high before the bottom Lego brick breaks. Eso es un trabalenguas. Before the bottom, el de abajo, Lego brick breaks. That's about three and a half kilometers. So you can stack these things to stack es amontonar. Y un montón is a stack of something. See, I love it when things are easy like that in English. I'm going to stack this stack of newspapers in the corner. Well, you can stack these things 2.17 miles, or as I just said, what did I say? Three and a half? See, I can't remember. Three and a half kilometers high before the pressure starts to make that bottom brick buckle. And when something buckles, it gives in. Cede. It can't take the weight. Hey, we're looking at some really good vocabulary on this episode. Another thing I liked about the Lego company is their policies. Sus políticas. Now, I don't know too much about it, but when I was researching this, I realized that they seem like good people. You know, a lot of companies are trying to look like they're good people, but as they're robbing people and, you know, price fix price gouging, all of these things that they do to make more profit. And profit is beneficio. Be careful because beneficios de un trabajo, como me dan coche o algo así, you can say benefits or perks. Well, one of the perks of being a customer, a Lego customer, is that in the, and I quote, y lo voy a citar aquí, in the extremely rare event that your Lego set is missing a piece or has a broken piece, a faulty piece, Lego will gladly send you replacement bricks at no extra charge. Now you can find out more about their policy at the Lego Brick Replacement Customer Service. But you know what? I think that's pretty cool. I think they say, hey, listen, sometimes we make mistakes. Not much, but if we do, let us know. And they're also very open to ideas, which I think is great. You can propose an innovative idea. I believe the British say innovative. Well, in the United States, we say innovative. You can propose an innovative 
innovative idea for a Lego set. They have a website, it's called Lego Ideas. And if you get 10,000 social media supporters for your idea, Lego will review the project and who knows, maybe decide to send it into production. So if you have any ideas for Lego sets, maybe I can even help you. I have more than 10,000 followers. Maybe we can get our own Lego set based on something in Spanish history. I don't know, any ideas? Just like Lego, I'm always open to ideas for my classes and for these episodes. Remember, if you have any ideas for upcoming episodes or things you'd like to hear about, drop me a line. Dime algo. Another thing that makes this company cool is the founder. Remember I told you, old Kirk Christensen. Well, he didn't want to make war attractive. You know, he didn't want kids to look at war as something nice. So there are no Lego sets that directly focus on war. Like you won't find, you know, the World War II, the Allies or the Allies or the, the Axis Powers set because they're not trying to promote fomentar war and i think that's really cool but now let me explain something they do have guns but they didn't feature those small toy guns until 1999 and they did that in their western set del oeste so uh, the company has guns in their toys you know these little guns obviously it's not like a squirt gun do you know what a squirt gun is it's another way of saying a water gun why because it squirts water. <laughs> well, what's more logic? Water gun? Squirt gun? They're both logical words. And the last fun fact before we take a look at some idiomatic expressions that have to do with playing and with childhood, the famous villain character, I didn't know about this, the bad guy, because there's got to be a bad guy, well, his name is Ogle. And Ogle is the main antagonist in Lego Alpha Team. Now, do we have any detectives? Did anybody figure that one out? Ogil is the guy who's the bad guy, the guy who doesn't play good, as their motto says. Well, think about it. Ogil backwards is Lego. Aha! So they're creative, they're open-minded, and as we'll look at a little bit later on, they can help us educate our children and ourselves. You guys know me. I believe anything and everything can be a learning experience. But let's take a look at some expressions. One thing that I used to think about a lot too with Lego was there was an ad campaign. I think it was a commercial that was on TV all the time and it's probably still on TV. And there's a very popular waffle brand in the United States. They make frozen waffles, gofres congelados. And the name of the brand is Ego. So it's Ego Waffles. Es como huevo con o. And the expression, someone would be making the waffles and someone would come to the toaster and steal them because they smelled so good. That was the, the campaign, the running joke. And the catchphrase was Lego my ego. And when I used to hear that, I would say Lego, like Lego bricks. But in this case, it's let go of, suelta my ego. So Lego my ego. So if you said to somebody, Lego my Lego, you're saying suelta mis Legos. But as we said, we have to share 
and share alike. Because we don't want to play anybody. Well, we want to play with people, jugar con ellos, right? But we don't want to play them or to play them for a fool. And if you play somebody, te la juegas, ¿no? Juegas a la persona. Lo, uh, lo tomas por tonto, I think would be a good translation. Don't play me for a fool. Or maybe you want to downplay something. This happens often with politicians. Quitarle importancia. It has nothing to do with playing, but I figured since we were going to look at some play idioms, I would find some of the most common expressions and words that use the word play. And I don't want to downplay it. And I don't want to play it up either. Oh, ahí tienes la otra, el inverso, resaltarlo. Okay, guy, you're a great singer, but you're not a good actor. So we want to downplay the acting and we want to play up the singing. Okay, and maybe the person will say, don't play with me. Don't toy with me. No juegues conmigo. We also use toy, and I'm sure we looked at it in the toy episode as well, is to toy with somebody as vacilar. But we also toy with an idea. Estamos botando una idea, as we say in English. We're bouncing an idea around. We're toying with an idea. And some people think that that's child's play. Do you remember this expression? I'm sure we looked at it in the toy episode. Well, we use it a lot, and it's the name of a popular movie. I'll give you the catchphrase. I'm Chucky. Wanna play? That's right. El muñeco este Chucky. We say Chucky. And the movie is called Child's Play, que es juego de niños. But if something is child's play, it means it's really easy. Es pan comido. And if something is easy, well, then I'm game. Ooh, I'm game. What does that mean? That means me apunto. Uh, yo soy partidario. I like it. I'm game. I'm in. I'm like a kid in a candy store. Ooh, and there's another one. Like a kid in a candy store means estás como un niño con nuevas botas, you say in Spanish. Vamos, estás encantadísimo. He's like a kid in a candy store. My daughter is going to be like a kid in a candy store when we go to Legoland. And we'll wrap up today's show talking about the educational or developmental aspect. Remember, these can be used as learning tools. And not just for, you know, children like my daughter, who we already play, but children with special needs, children with autism. They say that the repetition and structured play offered by Lego Bricks helps autistic children develop nonverbal and verbal communication, as well as sharing and teamwork. So I think that's awesome. This is something that can help kids. And I imagine if it can help kids, it can help adults. But not just kids with special needs, as I said. Who doesn't need to learn to be a better communicator, both verbally and non-verbally? Who doesn't need to learn how to share more or how to work on teamwork and being a better team player, as well as motor skills and self-esteem. There's no feeling in the world like putting something together, building it, and making it yourself. And kids and families have been learning with Lego and will continue to learn and laugh with Lego as long as this world goes on. I'm sure of it. And I'm going to end with an expression that I love. We say in English, 
The family that plays together stays together. O sea, la familia que juega junto se mantiene junto, se queda junto. So keep playing, familia. It's a pleasure to keep playing with you. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of FYI.